Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Outdoor Renegade Podcast. I hope everybody enjoys listening to this channel. And if you're still listening and haven't stopped since day one, I appreciate you very much. I enjoy everything. This has been a great, fun time doing this. But uh, I'm going to keep rolling out with interesting guests and funny stories, uh, serious stories, um, just everything. I try, I try to hit everything, you know, make it entertaining for you. So let's get right to it, and uh, you know, I'll get you on to with my next guest. What's up, Bernie? What's going on? How you doing? Welcome back. Yeah, been better, but <laughs> yeah, we won't get into that. No, but uh, hunting season's right around the corner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, we won't be able to go out opening day, October first here in Illinois. I can take the day off. Oh, that's on a Tuesday. <laughs> I'm gonna get hit. <laughs> But say Saturday, yes, October fifth, we can definitely go out. But the question is, is it going to be a morning or an evening hunt? That's up to you, depending on how you feel, because you're working late. Yeah, I don't get off till two thirty. Don't get home till three, three o five, three ten, give mm-hmm. or take. So. I mean, I don't even know what time the sunrise would be for that date. Yeah, we can check it out. Maybe. But, I mean, if everything lines up, I could possibly stay up, come home, do the hunter shower, get all dressed. <laughs> like you did last year, Macomb? Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah, that was terrible. We had a cabin for five days. No running water. But, yeah, the, the running water was in the, the bathrooms. They had shower houses, but uh, they turned the water off for those. So we Bastards. had to take uh, wipes and stuff and wipe our asses and our balls and everything wiped down. <laughs> Couldn't even wash our clothes. Constantly ran through spray, spraying our shit down to fucking eliminate the scent. I'm sure it was hideous. Okay... We got sunrise on the fifth <coughs> is six o two. Wait, wait, no, my bad. Six fifty three. Damn. Okay. Uh, Primary hunting time is six o two p.m. to eight o eight p.m. Secondary hunting time is six twenty seven to eight thirty three in the morning. Hmm. That's a lot of staying up because. We at least want to be out in the woods for, like, say, 40 minutes. If we're up, because we'll probably be already set up yeah. beforehand, the weekend before. So all we got to do is just go out there and climb. At least want to be out there quietly for 40 to an hour. Climb, or are we doing the grumbling? I'm climbing and stand. I got to bust out my hang on and get used to that for a little bit. Gotta get used to it for Macomb. Don't want to be not using it and then going to Macomb and then struggling to put it up. I mean, regardless, yeah. I'm not going to struggle to put it up. I mean, it's easy as yeah. fuck. I got the, Yours is a little bit easier than mine, but... Yeah, I think it's the Millennium M7 Microlite tree stand. Hang on. It's got the quick connect to the tree and everything. Aren't we fancy? Not really, but... I would definitely say it's better than those climbers I've had. Actually, I still got one hanging in here somewhere. Or did you already put it Uh, in there? Oh, it's already in the trailer. Yeah. (laughs) I got rid of one. Had a hit on this one. Nobody followed through to buy it, so I still got that. Uh, I got my hang on, and then I got my climber. And then there's still that uh, two-man ladder stand out there. Yeah, we'll just leave that one there. <laughs> yeah. Because eventually where we're going to go is... Don't want to be lugging around all the fucking, like, a ladder stand shit. Right, 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 right. Well, that's, that's staying on uh, private property that I've yeah. got, so... 
Yeah, we don't need to take that down and then bring it somewhere new and clang and bang everywhere. Well, funny story with clanging and banging when I first put that one up. We were cutting trees down and everything, <laughs> making a shit ton of fucking noise. And we finally got the stand set up, and I wasn't sitting in the stand 30 minutes, and that's when I shot that deer last year. After making all that noise, cutting all kinds of trees down and shit. Yeah, so, yeah. fuck. That in itself is kind of surprising, but then again... To each their own, but I was kind of brought up on a little bit of the older ways of well, yeah. hunting and, <coughs> and kind of like I see all the new shit that they do out there, hunt wise with studies and this and that with noises and scents and it's just like it kind of gets overwhelming because there's so much in there now in the market. Right. It, there's so much. I mean, go back to old, the natural ways because fucking old timers wearing f- fucking flannels and shit. Yeah, going red, on red and black flannels, jeans. Fucking smoking their whatever they smoke pipes, fucking cigars, whatever. Pipes, and they're bringing fucking deer in left and fucking right. Yeah, but also there was also more of abundance of deer. Yeah, these laws suck. They didn't really have uh, many limits back then. Yeah, as they do now. Yeah, which I mean, I mean, which is a good thing, but what's really hurting the population are the fucking. I call it like a crowd control where they, with the sharpshooting program. Yeah. That hurt the population immensely. Yeah, funny story with that. They were supposed to hire these sharpshooters to go out and thin the population out. And uh, the meat was supposed to go to <coughs> like soup kitchens and shit like that. For the homeless and For the homeless. And I know this guy that his property butts up to where they were doing the sharpshooting. Yeah. And he was going hunting and got almost to where he hunts at, near the edge of his property. It smelt so bad. He walked out there. There was an unbelievable amount of dead deer that were shot and just left. Well, they, they do it because of the... <coughs> now, with the studies, you know, the... Uh, the fuck is it? The chronic waste disease and the shit that the other diseases that these deer carry were kind of infecting the rest of the population, and they just kind of overdid it. Yeah. Uh, trying to stop the disease. But I think they haven't done it. I think last year was the first year that they haven't done it. I, I'm not too positive about it. But I know in Illinois they were supposed to stop the program. To some point, yeah, because they were, just, they kept shooting, and maybe out of maybe the four or five surrounding counties, only one had a disease, right? And which is bad news for us because we go out there, we try and fucking, uh, you know, we don't shoot for the sport, we don't hunt for the sport, you know, we actually. Eat what we kill. Yeah, we put it on a table and yeah. fight for the family. Right. And by them going haywire, shooting all these deer, it's hard as hell to find fucking deer. And especially for us, you know, we hunt uh, public land. Yes. So public land is already hard in general because you got fucking idiots that fuck up your hunt. And now you got to deal with the low population yeah. and the idiots now. Yep. So it's, it's twice as hard on public, but I mean, it's doable. Yeah, it's doable. Three years ago, no, probably longer than that, uh, I hooked up with a guy I worked with, and I took him out to Mazonia. Or, yeah, Mazonia. We went out there. I was set up right on, right when you come down the path, there's an interior field. So I was set up right on the corner. He went to the south to where he can see the entire field. Mm-hmm. We're calling, and he's, he shoots me a text. He's like, I got four, probably about 50 yards from you. I'm like, all right. I'm getting ready to draw, and I got two foreign guys come out, made eye contact with me, 
proceeded to walk into the field and say, you go this way, I go this way, scared them all off. I wanted to put about an right. arrow in them. Sounds about right. I mean, was I was on uh, Medewin, uh, P3. I was going to go back to the area where I f- shot my first buck, a little four-pointer. And, you know, I didn't really know the area. You know, right. They got cert- the areas marked out in numbers. Yes. And P3, it's either, uh, it goes by the day on what numbers you can hunt. So, odd days, you hunt the odd numbers, even days, you- right. and so forth. Well, I was like, all right, we're going to go here where I was, and it was the right time of, the, you know, the day. Right day for that number. Right. And not knowing anything, like, I had my numbers mixed up and shit and the location mixed up. Because, I, I, you know, you're going off a map, and, you know, I'm not too yeah. good with maps right now. Oh, really? But, <laughs> you know, I'm learning. What You know, once you start hunting certain lands, it yes. becomes, you know, And the maps they nature. give you is kind of bogus maps or topo maps. Mm-hmm. You know, and with the overgrowth and everything, it's kind of hard to find your way around. Yeah. And, I get uh, it. I Actually, it was me and Colin. I took Colin out there. And, uh, yeah, like I said, got my numbers in the spot mixed up. When we walked in and I, we walked in on a guy, I felt so bad. But we didn't see him. He was sitting on the ground against a tree that had this little nook in it. Yeah. And he had brush up all around. But didn't see him. Fucking older dude. And he was nice about it, you know, but I, I felt like an asshole. I was like, oh, yeah. Jesus, you know, like, you know, I'm when, sorry. When I'm ever hunting public land and there's a spot I want to go to, as I'm approaching that spot, I'm very quiet. I'm looking around, and if I see somebody, you know, I'll stop where I'm at until they acknowledge that I'm there. I'll be like, I'll throw my hands up, turn around, and walk the other direction. Mm-hmm. You know, as quiet as I can be. I'm not one of them guys like I had, you know, right. to ruin your hunt. Well, that was, uh, that kind of happened in the first hunt I went to was uh, with Brazier. And we went to Mazonia after, what, a few days after we walked through it with you. And I get set up, Ron gets set up, and then I get a text because you can still see people getting dropped off roadside and yeah. walking in. You can see their headlamps. And I get, it's probably about an hour and a half, two hours later, I get a text from Ron. Pack your shit up, we're leaving. I was like, what the fuck? We just got out here. So, climbed down, packed the shit up, whatnot. Met up with him. Turns out, I don't know if they were like the Polish guys that you were talking about, but fucking two bobbleheads just... <laughs> <laughs> walk right under him seeing him as loud as shit just stomping right. through crunching you know, and you know daylight's coming it's shooting time yeah. pretty much now they get no fuck loud as fuck just walking in late as fuck yep like I, I like to be out there at least an hour sitting already set up half hour max at the very minimum a half hour you know, that, that's if funny story that, that, where you that, guys... That's work. if your shit's already fucking right. set up. Right, right, half right. hour's doable if you can get in quiet. But on public land, it's kind of hard to do that. Right, because people are fucking jack-offs. They steal your shit. Where you and Ron were. That was where I shot my first fu- my first deer at. That big one? No. No. Um, Elliot. The yeah, one yeah, with yeah. the one antler. <laughs> that thing. <laughs> But when it was all said and done, we got, you know, it, it was kind of a messed up shot, but it died. Mm-hmm. I found it. We drug it to an opening. Me and my other buddy went to, you know, he's like, let's go get your stuff. So, you know, we, nobody messes with your gear or anything. I'm like, all right. We walk over there and he's like, all right, where was the deer? I showed him because the deer was actually looking dead at me, pawing at the ground. And you could see where he was digging up the ground and mm-hmm. shit, stomping. I said, he was right here. He goes, all right, where's your stand? I pointed. My buddy that was with me, he's like, you son of a bitch. I'm like, what? He goes, that's an 86-yard shot. Damn. I'm like, well. That was a fluke. I got him. <laughs> <coughs> For the longest time, he kept telling me he's going to 
Next time he gets a deer, he's going to fucking shoot an arrow in its ass. Because that's where mm-hmm. my arrow hit. And mount it that way so I can put it up in my house. <laughs> I'm like, I have no problem with putting a deer ass up in my house. That's what happened with one of the times uh, Madea went with Ron. He shot a deer right in the ass. Took us forever to find it. Was that the one when you come back to your truck, the tires were slashed? Yeah. I mean, it was easily two-mile walk-in. Oh, yeah. After hopping two fences and a cattle gate. Yeah, I've hunted out there. And then, uh, well, they just opened this area up where we went. It was at uh, 8 and 9. Right off of uh, South Arsenal, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's where we were. Yeah, they just opened it up that year. And, yeah, it was like two miles in. He shot it. Fuck, we tracked that thing. I don't even know. Maybe three more miles in. <laughs> Through a restricted area. Two restricted fences, I should say. And then we quartered it out there in the field. I chopped the head off. Got all the meat. Stuffed our bags. Got back to our stands eventually. And then tried hightailing it back to the truck. And the whole time, you can hear a pack of coyotes... Just keep getting louder and louder. Like, fuck, dude. They could smell this shit. Oh, yeah. They're fucking trailing us. Those motherfuckers. We're fucked. <laughs> and we stopped at a field and rested, and it's foggy as fuck. You can't see shit. Fog set in thick as fuck. Oh, yeah. So we had to go one by one, walk to the fence and back. I got lost coming back. I went completely opposite direction away from them. I was like, I'm getting too far away. So I started calling out. And it turns out I had to go left instead of keep going right like I was. I was like, God damn it. I was headed towards the Yotes. <laughs> Free me. Come get me. Right. Pretty much advertising. Covered in blood. <laughs> that was a long day. It was a terrible day. I, I don't think I don't think I got home till. Three or four in the morning, <coughs> if I remember correctly. Like three thirty or so, four. Yeah, it was fucked. Cause we had to wait there, cause I realized I had two slashed tires. Yeah. A fucking farmer across the street slashed my tires, brand new tires. So two tires were four hundred something fucking dollars. I had to get. Yeah. Which had to come out of the rent money. <laughs> oh boy. I was like, God, fuck! I need tires. I need a vehicle. <coughs> <coughs> But uh, kind of had a hiccup with Macomb trip this year, huh? Yeah, but we, we're going to make do with it. Yeah. Three guys back out after half of it was already paid, or more than half. And I was told to go ahead and just cancel it, but there's a cancellation fee if you don't cancel in the first 40, uh, 24 hours or 48 hours or whatever it was. So you would have got half your money back. Maybe. I don't know. I just know they were going to keep money if I canceled. I was like, yeah, no. No. The money's already in. I'm going to fucking utilize it. Don't give a fuck if it's just me and you going. Right? If that's the case, hopefully he just gives me a refund of some portion. I mean, Ryan out there, he's a nice guy. Yeah. You're going to love to meet him. He's really nice, laid back, friendly as fuck. First time we were there, he... It's like, oh, yeah, go ahead, go inside the uh, shed there and grab uh, the big John Deere tractor and hang the deer with that. (laughs) Gave us two golf carts to run around on the property with. Nice. Just, you know, very friendly and, you know, let us have fun, let us do our thing. You know, it's not like we were wrecking shit. Right, right, right. Which was pretty cool. Yeah, that's what, from from talking with you and everything, it's one thing we got to start doing is going out and... Hiking up fucking mountains and shit. Well, fuck, that's like my brother. I was talking to him tonight. He mentioned something about, you know, he wants to keep putting miles on his motorcycle. And I was like, well, I would love to too, but it's going to be getting fucking cold. You know, I don't have the riding gear for right. cold. So he's like, well, what I was thinking, I haven't run it by you yet, but getting a trailer and going out of state for, you know, three or four days in the cold weather and go to like Tennessee or something. You know, like mid middle Tennessee or uh, eastern Tennessee, and hit the mountains and ride out there. I was like, well, that'd be fucking cool. Yeah, but it still gets cold down there. Not as cold as it would be up here. <laughs> True. 
But at same- least down there, you can still dress for it and be fine. But the thing is, I don't know if Tennessee, you, you need a motorcycle helmet or not. A lot of states vary, and you need helmets. I don't know. In certain states, like Georgia, Florida, you need a helmet. Uh, I think Indiana, you need a helmet. Um, I don't know any other states. I mean, Illinois is like... I know, like, if Illinois you're going is to fucked. Sturgis, the state before you get to Sturgis is a helmet state. Mm-hmm. So when you get to that state line, you see everybody's helmet up on this, fu- up on this fence row. Because they, they just got it, you know, bullshit fucking cheap-ass helmet. Yeah. Just to get them through the state. Yeah. Once they hit that state line, you see a row of fucking helmets on the fucking fence. <laughs> Fuck yeah. And I know one guy, he went out there, and he didn't put his helmet on his head. He strapped it to his leg. <laughs> got pulled over. And the cop's like, you know, this is a helmet law or a helmet state. And the guy's like, yeah, I got my helmet. It's right here. It never said I had to wear it on the head. <laughs> Did he get out of it? He got out of it. Oh shit! I was like, you're lucky. That's how you word it, right? And some of the laws for any places, the wording is a little off, and you can kind of get around it if you, right? if you know your wordings. But yeah, I'm. I'm getting it, I'm getting jacked over this trip, dude. I'm excited. I'm excited. My you know my release finger is getting itchy. You gotta let some arrows fly, man. Oh, yeah. Ron is down. Lay the smack down. So what? <laughs> it's uh, me, you, Brazier, possibly, uh-huh. and then my buddy Mikey. One guy short of what? was actually scheduled but right yeah which we can make do with that oh yeah i'm not i'm not arguing that factor whatsoever but uh when we our first hunt out there which would probably be sunday because you mentioned it could be a the saturday evening well you you did say something about scouting the area because i've never been out there i don't know yeah well i was thinking we can get out there because check-in ain't until noon so I was thinking we can get out there early, you know, leave Saturday morning sometime or some shit, get out there, ride around, look at the stores, and then go to uh, the hunting grounds and scout a little bit. I know where I'm going to go, so I'm going to bring my stand up and just set it and get it set up, and then we can come back, do the check-in, get all moved in, get our shit all in. And then get dressed and go out for an evening hunt. Because you mentioned, uh, I mean, from Pines is where you were. Mm-hmm. The Pines. That's where I always usually get one at least two. Okay, because I figure you know always my moving. first time out there, I want to stick close to somebody who's been there. <coughs> yeah. You know, within hundred yards or right. whatever. Well, after we walk it, like. Goddamn choo-choo trains. Um, like, when you get out there and start walking around, like, if you look at it from a map, it looks huge. It looks like, fuck, this is overwhelming. But you actually get out there into the certain areas, and you're just like, oh, this ain't that bad. It's actually pretty open. You got trails that are marked, right. and it's pretty easy. So once, you, once we get you out there, you'd be like, oh, okay. You have a kind of a good understanding. And then, you know, the next year, the following year, and so forth, you just be like, they'll start clicking, like, yeah, I'm going to go here. Okay. Yeah. From here on out, we ain't going to fucking depend on them other three that fucking backed out. Yeah. One of them, I think, was just a complete intentional. I, I don't yeah. know. It's, but not even going to get into that. No. It's not even worth it right now. No, we're going to have fun. It's just the fact that it's still on. We're going. We're going to make do for it. So, you know, it's what, it is what it is. Get, oh. the, get, get the cutting board ready, baby. <laughs> oh, that's what uh, dawned on my head. 
Look who sent me a message. LeVar. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, can you send me a pic of it and what type of model? So I sent him pictures. I didn't see he sent me his cell phone number. <laughs> Whoops. I mean, obviously, it's still burning a hole in his head right oh, now yeah. thinking about it. Yeah. Because like, this is the second time he's brought it up to me. and First time outside of work now. And he did so much. Like, it's on his mind so much. He went out of his time and searched for me on right. the social media to send me a message. <laughs> oh, I did. hope he gets it. I hope he, He'd be stupid if he passed it up. If hear, I had the money, I'd get it. You hear that, LeVar? Don't be stupid. <laughs> I don't even know if he listens. We should we should uh, definitely send a, the link to this for you. Yes. <laughs> Fucking Kool-Aid looking motherfucker. <laughs> oh, yeah! <laughs> Busting through the trailer. <laughs> Dude, I wish you were, you were working with me when, my, when I first seen him try and fucking grab the strap on the trailer door to shut it. Uh-huh. It was too tall. <laughs> He's trying to fucking do his fucking half-inch <coughs> vertical jump to grab it. Fucking hilarious. <laughs> well, I, I actually drove by one time, and he was reaching... For, cause some of those doors they got um, a rope or something hanging. Yeah, he was reaching. He was on his tiptoes and he couldn't get it. And he see me and he's like, "Hey!" And I slam on the brakes. Like bills go flying everywhere. <laughs> I was like, "What? You fucked up my shit." He's like, "Yo, hook." Yeah, here you go. <laughs> Even with the hook, it was funny watching him try to reach up there and hook it. He's all of fucking three foot two. <laughs> He's a perfect little garden gnome. Honey. <laughs> a little size. He comes up to about here. He's a little guy. <laughs> and he tries to talk all gangster, and I just laugh at him. It's funny. It's funny. So, since we're on the work topic, how you liking it? I like it. The Walla don't like it, but well, I like it. But I've, like I've mentioned before, I don't know if I ever mentioned it on the podcast at all, but money ain't shit. It's not about the money. No. It's about your mo- fucking mental well-being. And I noticed since you started out there, big difference. Oh, yeah. I'm definitely a little bit, lot more uh, laid back, not as stressed out anymore. And you know what? I get my work and I just do my job. Exactly. And everybody I deal with is friendly. So, it's, it, you know, it's not hard to sit there and try to talk to somebody. No. They'll sit there, oh, yeah, and they'll shoot, you know, shoot the shit with you. Shit, that's like, what was it, Friday? <coughs> you had fucking everybody and their uncle coming up to you asking about me? Yeah. People you don't even know, how's Bernie doing? I was like, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> like, I don't, who, who are you? Like, I didn't even ask names. They're just like, they just start asking, how's Bernie? How's Bernie? Did you hear anything back yet? All that. And I'm like, wow, all right. Apparently, word of mouth about me has gotten around pretty fast. Well, that, and it just goes to show you, you know, people actually care about you out there. Yeah. Um, I think they're trying to get together a couple of the uh, higher sonority guys who work on, you know, the same shift as I do, try to uh, have it incorporated where on Fridays come in at like 4, 4.30 and leave by midnight. Because otherwise on Fridays, we work up until midnight and then it's dead. There's nothing. Right. And we're sitting for two and a half, three hours. Like we sat for three hours yesterday. <laughs> it happens. It does, but you know, also I'm the kind of person I gotta keep moving. I can't just... Sit there and twiddle on my phone. Oh, you'll come accustomed to it. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Tweedledee, tweedledum? Yeah. Either <laughs> that or you have drag races up and down the dock with fork trucks. <laughs> yeah, nobody goes out there, though, when it's dead. Everybody just goes right in the break room. Fuck. Wish you would have started with me, dude. We had a blast. That or I sit outside. We had a fucking blast when I when I was dead like that when I was 
on uh, you know, on the later <coughs> shift. Fuck, we had a blast. We drag race up and down the dock. <laughs> we'll definitely need to do something about the dust and everything that accumulates from. They they tried and I know I've I've heard they've tried different things and it just it doesn't work. It it I mean it would, but it have to be like an everyday thing after every shift kind of deal. Like they tried that, and then the guy that was doing it, it's like fuck this. <laughs> don't pay me enough to do this shit. Which means, also, you guys got a new bid coming up, right? Yeah, the December. I wonder if I'll be on the bid. I don't know. They really haven't hired any people after you. A few. Because the way it goes... I think there was one, two, three... They they have to have uh, at least six guys. You might be able. You might squeeze in on a bid. A normal bid. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you'll have the percenter bid. Because if I, you know, it'd be better if I can like come in at like three o'clock and start. I think that'd be pretty good too. I mean, don't get me wrong. The hours I got now are fine. I, I do my work, go to bed, wake up, still have at least. Four, four and a half hours to do shit throughout, you know, during the day and get some yeah. shit done or, you know, make arrangements and then go to work. Except for, you know, this week that's passing. I've been waking up at one o'clock. Been a little extra tired. <laughs> it's just like, fuck, I did. What did I do? I did a total of seven trailers Friday. You slacker. What are you talking about? It's amazing for me. Slacker. <laughs> I, I had five done before uh, 10 o'clock lunch. And then I did two more, and then I slacked after that. I think the most I did in a 10-hour period was 11 trailers. You probably had some fucking easy-ass ones. Yeah couple, but not too many. Mine were all fucking, they were filled. But the majority of them were going to maybe a total of three doors. Yeah. So that helped. Get them big loads. They only got like two or three destinations. It's not bad. I mean, it's something, but keeps me occupied. That or if the doors are fucking... Still being broke, or people are loading something massive in there. I just throw shit on the dock. Like, oh, it's on my hands. It's your guys' right. fucking shit now. <laughs> Back to my door. So, I want your take on Bob. Bob. Bob, 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 Bob. Oh, the uh, knee brace, Bob? Yeah. Knee brace that wears it on his fucking ankle. He's actually. He hasn't talked to me in about two years. I mean, there's been a few times I actually, you know, just sat there and shot the shit with him. There's times I'll go down there purposely when it's pretty much, like, dead and just finish cleaning the dock up for him. You'll see. I have no problem doing that. I was working there, and then he got brought in. He had no clue on the LTL business whatsoever. Mm -hmm. So I'm trying to help him out here and there, you know. And I was breaking the trailer one day, and he wasn't doing his job properly. So I was taking shit up to the low end, and the door I was supposed to put it in was closed. <laughs> so I'm putting the freight on the dock. Yeah. So I bring the last bu- or last piece of freight over for that door. I get back to my door. I'm like, oh, shit, I forgot to put the bill there. So I drove back there and I said, hey, Bob, can you put this in the, in the bottom for me? Why isn't, it, why isn't it loaded? I said, because the door's shut. He goes, well, the door's open now. I said, but it wasn't when I was loading the shit. I got other stuff I got to do, you know? Right. He's like, well, I'm sorry I asked you to do your job. I said, oh, hold on there, Skippy. 
<laughs> I said, the only thing you got to apologize for is being a sorry excuse for a fucking human being. You do your job right, I'll continue to do mine because I haven't had any complaints on the way I do my fucking job. I think I do it very fucking well. Right. So ever since then, he hasn't talked to me. Eh, whatever. Who's... I keep, he's really cool. Um, he doesn't give a fuck. He comes out about fucking midnight. And he runs the fucking uh, inbound. Brian. No, no. It's not Brian. Big guy? What, muscular? No. Okay, so it's not Brian. Nick? No. Fuck, I forgot his name. Jim. Jim. <laughs> he, he likes me. He's cool. He definitely doesn't give a fuck. You go out there, you do your work, he doesn't give a fuck what you do as long as that work's but, done. But. Watch what you do around him. Oh, yeah. He'll turn around and stick that knife right in your fucking bag, dude. Because uh, at one time, terminal manager asked me, hey, Bernie, you want to come in early tomorrow? I'm like, sure. He goes, you know what? Make it the rest of the fucking week. Okay. Mm-hmm. Monday, you know, I came in work early Tuesday, Wednesday, and then I showed up Thursday, and... Mike Phillips, he's like, so how many guys you got coming in early? He goes, or he asked Jeff this. Jeff's like, none. He points to me. He's like, what's he doing here? He goes, I don't know. What are you doing here? I said, you told me all fucking week. Oh, I didn't tell you that. I said, Bull, bullshit. Jim was standing right there when you told me. <laughs> and Jim walks up. He's like, no, you never said that. I'm like, you're a fucking liar. Like, I just take it upon myself to come in fucking an hour early out of my fucking day because I got nothing else better to do. Yeah. Go fuck yourself. Marcos is pretty cool. He is, but he can be a fucking asshole. When he gets his days when shit's going fucking wrong, I can see it. But hasn't really shown anything towards me about it, so. Uh, pretty much. Like, I'll, I'll do two bills, or two bills, uh, two trailers, and I'll give them the empties. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to go smoke. He's like, okay, I'm going to come join you. Yeah. You know, and I'll give him a cigarette, and we just go out to the little side door there. Yeah. And then we just shoot the shit. Like, last time we were talking, we were talking about fucking, uh, like, bodybuilding shit, like workout supplements. Well, that Brian, that big muscular dude, supervisor. I don't think I've met him yet. He can't miss him. He looks like the fucking thing. Yeah, I don't think I've met him, seen him yet. But he owns a gym down in Rockdale. For basically uh, <coughs> world's strongest man type shit. Okay. It's powerlifting. It's pretty much right down the street from the terminal. Yeah, I don't got time to be working out afterward. No. Well, no, no. <laughs> you got a key. You can go in, come and go anytime you fucking want. Right. I'm just saying, though, like. No. Oh, <laughs> no. Bike yeah, it's bike riding season. Gotta ride the motorcycle. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> but yeah, that's a big boy there. I'm just gonna get back on the fucking keto diet. But I gotta have some fucking meat in the freezer. So that way I can have my reds not and greens. Fucking bag of nuggets? Yeah, no, nothing. The fucking big spicy nugget shit. Oh no, Mikey! Pull, Mikey's like, I'm hungry. He goes in the deep freeze, pulls out this bag of fucking nuggets. It was this fucking big. <laughs> that lasted maybe two weeks. Me and Mikey ate through, right through that fucking shit. Turns out they were spicy, so you can only do maybe eight before your fucking mouth's on fire. But you know, for two weeks straight, your asshole's burning. Then. <laughs> Shit was spicy. Are you sure it was from the nuggets? Oh yeah, definitely the butt nuggets. <laughs> it was a butt gremlins. Oh man. Well, like, yeah. Like I'll eat some hot shit and I'll never have that issue, but them fucking nuggets. Or something. See, I wicked. like I like a little tiny bit of heat. I'm not a big <laughs> heat person. I like it. 
I got that fucking uh, Carolina Reaper crushed uh, powder. And I'll sprinkle that on some Don't shit. tell my son that shit. Oh, that shit fuck him up. Uh-huh. It it fucked me up. It'd fuck him up. And I like hot shit. So does he. It'd fuck him up. It's the hottest pepper. I think there's a new hottest pepper out there now, but... Yeah. It's fucking hot. I don't fuck with that shit. It's fucking so, terrible. Like, just the scraping my finger across the lid from, on the inside and licking it, your mouth's on fire instantly. Like, for a good while. And it's it, it, to the point where it's so hot, it kind of numbs your tongue. But it still burns. You still feel that burn, but that your tongue has yeah. that feeling of the hey, numbness. Hey, your mouth fills with saliva? Yeah. You look like a fucking... And it's kind of hard to breathe for a little bit, too. Because, you know, See, it's just so hot. The heat to me, is so intense. That shit right there, you know. Wow. If it'll strip fucking floors, uh-huh. I don't want nothing to do with it. <laughs> it'll definitely strip your asshole lining. It'll strip everything. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, just give me that shit. I'll rub it on my belly. Just rub it on. Fuck, I, I, threw, I threw it in fucking uh, spaghetti. I threw it on some deer. Um... It all depends on how you cook it, too. So, how'd the deer like it? <laughs> Lovely. Tasted great. Well, you said you threw it on a deer, huh? Well, deer meat. Do I have to be specific about it? <laughs> You're running through the field. <clears throat> deer just freezes up, falls on the side, starts kicking because it's so hot. Yes! Dad, <clears throat> we should try that. Think we have to put an arrow in it. We should try that. No, I'm not going to waste it. <laughs> Need to go vroom vroom. Vroom 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 vroom. Finally, gonna be making a trip to Utica on the motorcycle. In your Jeep? Vroom vroom. <laughs> Fucker. Jeep, aka forklift. This <laughs> is like, what, my first week there? And I snapped the picture. I was on the forklift at work. I snapped the picture of me behind the wheel, and I see the forks and the fucking mass and shit. And I just put the little title on there: "Vroom Vroom." <laughs> Apparently, Bernie and Karen enjoyed the fuck out of that one. Oh, I damn near pissed myself when she showed me. <laughs> yet you haven't done that yet. Fail. Vroom vroom. <laughs> oh Jesus! I wish we had some beer. Yeah, I got of, beer. Yeah, but it's back at your house. Yeah, not touching it till next weekend. Possibly, possibly. Depending on how you go. Yeah, if they <laughs> send me to go re-up my. Are you gonna be like trying to uh, eat better too now? Yeah. Like yeah. Yeah. I had a roasted turkey breast sandwich for lunch. <laughs> sandwich. Sandwich. So, yeah, it probably depend on how you feel next weekend, especially since you kind of changed your diet up a bit now. So, you don't know how that would make you feel. Because I know any new diet that I've tried or have been on, that first week and a half, two weeks, you just feel like shit. You don't want to drink. Well, like, uh, drinking you, you, doesn't bother you, you, me, dude. You feel kind of miserable I, I on a new just, diet because you're know, shocking your system. I know, like, when I first did my DOT, very first DOT I did, I was out at the club drinking all fucking week. <laughs> dude, we went through, I don't know how many cases of fucking beer and bottles of whiskey and shit. Oh, jeez. I was drinking my fucking ass off. I'll go for a shot of Fireball. Holland calls me and says, Hey, we need you to go do your DOT physical. I went there. They're like, Are you okay? I'm like, Why wouldn't I be? Because your blood sugar is like fucking skyrocketing. I'm like, uh, I was drinking all fucking week. <laughs> oh, the night before, too. They're probably going uh, to come back tomorrow. No. They gave me uh, one year. One year medical card. Renewal. And then after that, it was your... What is it? They do it two years, don't they? If nothing's wrong with you, but since... Right. 
my sugar was elevated. You got to do it yearly. I got I do it every year. Yeah, mine's every two years. So it'll be... But it, yeah, that's per Holland. Because I went, you know, after my first year, I had to go re-up. Mm-hmm. And then I re-upped, and he cleared me for two years. I get a letter from Holland that says they vetoed it and put me back at a year. But the doctor didn't say there was anything wrong with me. Huh. So you're still in the one-year deal. Yeah. That's fucked. Even though you got cleared from the doctor. It's like the one year I, I, you know, my DOT was coming up. I'm like, hey, Jeff, terminal manager. I'm like, hey, can I get off work early on Friday to go get my DOT physical? Oh, good luck with that. I got or 18 people or 17 people off that day. You know, you need to do it on your own time. I'm like, guess what? You just made it 18, brother. <laughs> so, uh, this coming Saturday... Northern Lights Wrestling. Yeah, I got a cheap plug. This Saturday? Oh. This coming, this, this, yeah. Oh. This, yeah, whatever, yeah. This coming Saturday, yeah, the 21st. Oh, wow. Sweet. Yeah, I, I just did a... You better message Mojo and tell him to bring me a cigar. Well, you, you sent him a message. <laughs> Actually, I think he's at a party or something. He's at a cigar party or something. I don't know. Looks like he was having fun, though. And then uh, the Northern Lights Wrestling Facebook page actually got... Uh, let's see. Woo-wee. Uh, hit a 1,000 likes. Nice. Which is pretty fucking cool. So we got a 1,000 likes on the Northern Lights Wrestling Facebook page. Got a show September 21st. That's going to be fun. Of course, you got EJ Jensen going to be there. Marche is going to be there. Nice. Rough Crossing is going to be there. Jack Carpenter. Dave Rydell. I don't know who that is. He was there um, the last show we had. Uh, the first night, I think. You didn't make it the first night. Yeah, I was there the first night. Oh yeah, you're late. It was kind of late. Late, yeah. Because I actually thought it started <clears throat> later. Yeah, we've had him before, but he's got a lot of other bookings elsewhere, other companies. But when we can get him, we get him. He's not a bad wrestler either. He's really good in the ring. So, who do you think would be Rough Crossing's next victim for the Stomp Your Head tour? You. I've already had that happen. I've already been stomped. I've been clotheslined and stomped by Ruff. I'd rather take the clothesline again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know who he's going to be uh, in the ring competing with. So it's kind of hard to. Yeah, Ruff. I don't know who's going to be keep beating with 21st. I think it said Mojo or... If I remember correctly. Mojo or Jesus, one of the two. Oh, wow. Um, let me see. Ah, here we go. There's the Northern Lights. Hmm... So following the Hybrid Cup tournament and officially ready to kick off the second half of the year. Hmm. We're going to have Jack Carpenter, Matt DeWar is going to be in. Uh, isn't it? Isn't it going to be his final one? I think I read something about it's going to be his final one. I don't have, Yeah, I think he's moving to Florida yeah. or something. I don't know. I mean, I wish him the best down there if he goes. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of opportunity down there, but there's also, it's kind of, 
Like, there's some good schools down there, but and promotions, but I think it's kind of also flooded a little bit. So you got to kind of be in the right area for the wrestling promotion right. for it to I mean, draw. He, he's a good talent. Oh, yeah. You know, he just needs to be worked with a little bit. Not much, but a little bit. Fine-tune him a little bit, and he'd be fucking phenomenal. Well, he's he gets, like, even the uh, the veterans in, in, in it, um, they get critiqued. Oh, yeah. You know, so, I mean, everybody's constantly learning or picking up something every show they do. Right. And it don't matter if it's coming from a new guy who has some good ideas. Some A lot of new guys have actually really good ideas. And then, you know, you got the other guys giving, you know, ideas and pointers, and it's pretty cool. So, I mean, you're, it's never a dull moment. You're always learning something in the business. <clears throat> like, fuck, I think when I, when I was wrestling at MSPW there in uh, the Diamond Banquet Hall, we had ECW Steve Carino and Jerry Lynn had picked them up from a, a motel off Route 6, brought them back to the venue, and then I was just kind of rolling around with a couple of the other guys, and I was getting pointers by them too. They're like, oh, instead of doing that, try this. Right. You know, like, you know, try something, work it differently. And, you know, it was working. It was cool. You know, so I was, you know, just to get pointers from, you know, that was. I mean, it happens everywhere. Where are you going? You know, you meet some interesting people, you get pointers. Even if you're not even, like, that's with anything. Even if you're not even part of the business. Like, ring crew and stuff, like, they get pointers. And they give pointers. So it's, I mean, everybody just helps each other. It's great. Oh, yeah. It's kind of like a scenario. Yeah, it's kind of like a holiday. Like, everybody's there to help. Well, let's 
definitely hiding the smile trying to. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> here. Here. Yeah, let me get one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can we get one of them? Yeah, what's that? Yeah. Come on. Yeah, we're going to get